You need a better solution. You need a grab bag. You'll start loving your grab bag the minute you reach the checkout aisle. I don't know what compels me to do the very thing that fails me. I wake up still. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy Random Pants Shepherd, and this is Mitchell Manley, a grip of brick a brack and a knapsack backpack. Have you been practicing that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, th- a weird thing. I'm not even sure what the origin of it is, but me and my glorious abhor bandmates, I think we were just like talking about the word knickknacks and, and bric-a-brac. Uh-huh. And we just thought that those sounded fun. So it was like, I got a got some bric-a-brac in my backpack. I'm like, oh, I got a grip of bric-a-brac in my back. I got a bric-a-brac in my knapsack backpack. So y'all guys are really serious. So it just came, came, yeah, it just came came to us naturally and it's just fun it's a brick a brick a brick just a bunch of randomness yeah it's, it's like 2 a.m kind of talk <laughs> yeah you right got there. it yeah that's what it is and that's the theme it's like we always have a theme mm-hmm. and i was like how about just random songs and you're like does that mean like that's so random or right. i was like eh, just random grab bag i definitely think we have room to kind of do something like this every once in a while anyway oh yeah just so that people can post whatever songs are on their mind you know i Mm -hmm. I really like this opportunity to do so maybe we should do this once every couple of months or yeah because i'm always trying to cram in a song somewhere yeah i agree yeah and uh, And i still have a billion more that i have to cram (laughs) in so just got uh, are they all they might be giants some of them are some (laughs) of them are not yes Time will tell. Uh, I, I like that one of your photo or like one of your song comments on one of my random posts was that they might be giants. Oh, it's because Ella's true, trying yeah. to. Ella's She's trying building to. a robot, and yeah. uh, we 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 even had that song on uh, on mm-hmm. the show, the Robot Parade song about kids building robots. Yep, and trying to take over the world. Right. So I know you didn't bring a "They Might Be Giants" song. Not this week. Nope. We this week. <laughs> yeah, this week I brought a band called Male Gaze, and the song is called "The Shining Path." Male Gaze is a weird, like, post-punk band who's kind of all over the place musically. To me, they kind of sound like a grittier, beefier Joy Division. Their singer especially seems to channel, like, some Ian Curtis vibes in his vocal affect and the sorts of melodies that he sings. Uh, they've got two records out now, but this song is off their debut album called Gale Maze, which is a, <laughs> a spoonerism of their band name. So Male Gaze, Gale Maze. Yeah. Uh, that whole album's just, like, full of really well-constructed, like, kind of dancey and fun tunes, but all channeled through this lens of darkness and cynicism. They're a really unique band that I hope other folks might dig as much as I do. Yeah, there was, like, that deepness to the voice that was, like, super Ian Curtis. Yeah. Um, 
I almost think of this as like a beach song. Yeah, kind of, sort of. And it's like beachy and garage bandy and dancey and fun. I have no idea what the lyrics are specifically because it kept bopping around. And right. I was like, well, I could be checking out lyrics, but I kind of just want to keep on bopping. Uh, there's some breathing room that they kind of built in where it sounds like an airplane might be landing. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band name. I feel like there's a lot I could talk about with the male gaze. And right. I just want that story. Like, what is that story? Yeah, they're probably all responsible for a lot of male gazing. I mean, I didn't hear any female voices. Right, yeah. So uh, hopefully the male gaze did not like determine anyone's like clothing choices or blah, blah, blah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to get all feministy in here. Sure. I went with something that I've been trying to figure out how to cram in. And I think you actually walked into me like trying to figure out how I could make this song work. Once. Right, yeah. Um, this is... Von Wegen Lisbeth's Wenn du tanzt. Allein an deinen Beinen, dass diese Welt nicht zusammenfällt, liegt nur an deinen Beinen, wenn du tanzt. to use this for months and here's my way to cram it in it's been every every time i'm like on youtube it always shows up my suggested because if you've watched something a few times it's always going to show up so it's like been in my periphery for a while it's pretty much a song about just going on and dancing like everything basically is like it could be garbage or it's like blah 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 and it's like oh just totally dance um it's vaguely political uh, has some references to world affairs and some of the like i actually grabbed the translated lyrics because i wasn't actually yeah, gonna I trans- read those <laughs> i wasn't gonna translate like everything for you but um it's very much like stuff is stuff and just dance and um it also uses some, one of my favorite german words which is the word for legs which is Beinen. Beinen um, is a good word for legs. <laughs> yes, like Beinen. It, it's like bones or whatever. Yeah. But I, uh, one of my big missteps when I was in Austria was calling them Beinen, which is like beans instead of legs. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I love the phrase liegt nur allein in deinen Beinen. So it's fun to say. And it's, you what know. What does that phrase mean? Just uh, so, to dance with your legs? Well, the whole, um, the whole thing is like. You have to dance to keep everything together. I like that. So it's like everything lies alone in your legs. I like so, that. That's so cool. That's a rough translation. Yeah, I have to read the read the translation. I, I mean, I, some of the translation's wrong, but it's I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I definitely had no idea what they're saying, so I'm glad you kind of told me. But like, you can kind of guess from the tone of the song, and like, you know, it's got that under the undertones of of hard times and struggle, but then it's got the four on the floor dance beat that sort of forces you to dance through it all. Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably write the like most dreary, dirgiest, <laughs> solemn song ever 
but if you put that kick drum on every beat, you're still going to shake your tail feather to it. Yeah. You know? So you kind of get that even if you can't understand the German. Even uh, though. It still gets that vibe across, you know. Yeah, it's like it keeps telling you to dance. And it's close enough to English that taunts means dance. But um, I, I love this song because of how much it reiterates the same theme multiple mm-hmm. times. And it reminds me of um, there's a Viersen Helden song called Arbeit. And it's like, everything's work. And they just repeat the same thing, too. I don't know if they, I don't know how close these bands talk to each other. We'll have to so. do a German bands <laughs> episode soon. I'm Some like, kraut rock. I, I like it. I like that new wave German. <laughs> Uh, the Ear Buddies decided not to follow me down the German road. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, we got a bunch of really cool selections of bands I've never heard of, and I think my like dorkiness is going to show through. Bruce W. is our first Ear Buddy, and he brought Terminus's Down the Wire Fortune This is one of my favorite albums that came out this year. Terminus are amazing and are leading the charge on new good bands from Arkansas. They're so damn good. Catchy. Catchy. Um, did this make you feel like Coheed and Cambria? It definitely has some of those vibes to it. Yeah, it's more punctuated. It's very catchy for a song not having an 808. Right. Did you so, learn about 808s? Um, I just know that... Uh, Kesha used to always talk about 808s. Right, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I know that's a, it's a fake drum, I think. Yeah, it's it's the uh, uh, the 808 was a, a drum machine, mm-hmm. the SP-808, <laughs> and it has a, a kick drum sound on it that also has this really big, like, subharmonic boom. So instead of just being a doo, it's doom. Oh, is it when, when the beat drops? Right. A lot of times <laughs> they'll use a really exaggerated 808 sound for when a beat drops and it like gives it that big bass drop. Okay. So now I actually know an 808, 808, 808 yeah, so I knew it was a drum thing. Yeah. It's used in a lot of hip hop and stuff like that. And now pop music. EDM. Right. So yeah, I, I have an affinity for bands that kind of blur genres and defy any sort of singular sound. So I definitely love how much these guys draw from different styles to make something unique and progressive. Uh, a lot of people into heavy music are kind of gatekeepers and really critical of bands that step outside of a particular box with their sound. And these guys just don't give a shit. You know, the riffs are influenced by like melodic stoner rock in the vein of Baroness and Torch. And then the vocals have a lot of movement and melody and seem influenced by more progressive sounding bands like the Mars Volta or like you said, Coheed and Cambria. Um, I like that they're not afraid to incorporate that more high flying dynamic vocal style and like the other sort of prog rock influences into an otherwise stonery sounding band. Hopefully, uh, they'll play Memphis soon and I can catch them. Hey, how close are Terminus. they to the line? I, I'm, they're from Fayetteville, which I believe is five hours from here. Everything four, seems four far or five away. hours. 
But uh, I don't know. A lot of a lot of Fayetteville bands and comedians come to Memphis a lot. I think we have some sort of um, underground subway system that brings Fayetteville folks to, to Memphis sometimes. Cause, An exchange program? Right, yeah. There's an exchange program, I think. Yeah, okay. We'll have to check, see whenever they're coming through. I like it. Hmm. Frank brings Ariane's Come Susser Toad. <laughs> give me a chance to translate some German so I kind of squished some German in there even though technically the song doesn't have any like German vocals it's just the no name words. of it right yeah now. um but this song is really cool I couldn't figure out if it's a video game song originally and it turns out it's actually an anime song mm-hmm. and I don't know much from animes or games but this could be an 80s sitcom it's uh I believe the show is um end of Evangelion. I think uh, it's very dark, very hand clappy, kind of, I mean, seriously, seriously dark lyrics, but I, I really liked it, even though it could be, you know, at the beginning of a sitcom. Right. Yeah. Um, this song, holy crap, definitely brilliantly arranged. It's very classic sounding, almost sounds like a slow ABBA song or something with like influence from soul and disco thrown in. Uh, the chord arrangement and the vocal melodies are like scientifically guaranteed to tug at the heartstrings. And it builds so beautifully, like changing and morphing seamlessly through these beautiful yet sullen passages and all leading up to the hand claps toward the end, uh, which give us a little hope that things might look up from here, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank was telling me about this anime a few days ago. It's The anime is called Neon Genesis Evangelion or Evangelion. I'm not sure how. I have no idea. Um, and then if my research is correct, End of Evangelion is a movie that's like sort of an alternate ending to the anime series, I think. Either way, music seals the deal. Gonna watch the series and the movie. Download the soundtrack as soon as possible. I'm gonna, I loved it. I'm gonna guess it's not gonna be like Inuyasha. No, I don't think it's Inuyasha. <laughs> I think it's supposedly like really philosophical and deep and, and crazy, so I definitely want to check it out. I mean, with this uh, with this song in there, I hope it's deep and philosophical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon brings Joy Waves Nimini. We taste the salt in my teeth Under the salt in my knees You gave me just what I need I'm falling out to the streets I'm sinking straight in the My dog is totem. I 
problems away um this almost feels like they're using like a different scale chord structure or something because you know in was it in western music you have your like eight uh wow well, the eight note scale or whatever mm-hmm. and i believe in a different eastern cultures there's like 12 notes or something you're, you're getting there uh something like that i know that they have different chord structures and it makes it have this like different sound and this feels like they're somehow got it's like got some flavor it's very studyable too and there's like these splashes of flair and doodling around or i guess what you call noodling yeah doodling like, and noodling doodling and noodling and it's super unique and i guess <laughs> if you're gonna make a song called anemone it needs to kind of wave around right uh i'm all about the chill synth wave music uh and usually it's got like that positive relaxing vibe to it but this song is just as chill but uses the minor key thing so like I don't know if they're using a weird like Eastern mode, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like minor key and it brings that darker, more curious headspace, which is cool. Uh, the scents are really heavy and dense and feel like floating on a notion of warm sound. Um, I love the range of the vocals in this one as well. Uh, the mellow vocals are super entrancing and hypnotic. And then the higher falsetto vocals bring a bit more passion and space to the vibe of the song. And then even when the vocals take a back seat to let the sense build up into that wall of sound, they still sit quietly in the mix uh, and help contribute to the atmosphere and the mood of the song, which I think is a pretty brilliant use of the sonic space. Uh, when the song ended, I like let autoplay take over for a few more Joywave songs, and their other stuff is equally as incredible. So uh, There was another song called Traveling at the Speed of Light by Joywave, which ruled. So if you like this one, go listen to more of this band, because I can vouch for it being high quality. I don't know. You said like warm ocean. I'm like, yeah, it's a warm ocean of sound. It's anemone. Anemone is also a very fun word to say. Yeah, I like singing or as a or as like what is a Finding Nemo? It's like anemone. 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 Yeah, going with that kind of (laughs) anemone type of thing. Uh, Susan brings animal bags. Everybody. because they are so great is what she says i feel like this is like a throwback it's kind of like the chili peppers and there's i think what's called a wawa lever wawa pedal yeah okay. wawa pedal okay it's a pedal um it's very possibly a hippie theme song thoughtful stoner rock kind of, yeah. I, I guess i don't know i'm also like 
I'm legit fine without ever living in the country. Yeah, <laughs> like, me too. I've had enough of rural living when folk folks get super into like country living and leaving the city it feels like they don't know what it is to grow up around tractors and coyotes that eat your pests or squished flat uh road frogs and manure makes the air not so breathable either so i have like so many points i'm like nope 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 keep me in the city yeah i'm good i like being able to walk to pizza places and or bars or casablanca or like jazz places sorry i'm into that i like cities uh yeah this song definitely sounds like the personification of the year 1992 which Mm -hmm. i think is when the song came out uh the band's sound i think is kind of that missing link that you might find between the late 80s like los angeles hard rock and then the grunge movement kind of taking hold i definitely see the chili peppers vibe that you alluded to Mm -hmm. and i hear pretty heavy influence from like guns and roses and aerosmith here as well but the riffs are a bit more thoughtful here, and the bass line is just a relentless like flurry all the way through, just melting your face with the low end. <laughs> and then the sing-alongy vocals and harmonies really tie it together. Very classic and nostalgic sound for me. Uh, and humans are just programmed to love that feeling of nostalgia, so obviously a super catchy song. There was a lot of tie-dye in the video. There was some tie-dye. And, and dreads. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just well, dudes with long hair. White and, dudes with dreads. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very 90s song, actually. Justin W. brings Phosphorescence, Say La Vie, number two. I stood out in the rain Like the rain might come and wash my eyes clean I don't stand out in the rain Have my eyes washed clean no more pop bands you're talking about bewitched yes um this is like a quiet sad song but with like these hopeful swellings underneath it's a continuous driving beat which is super hypnotizing there's like some like chiming long notes that happen towards the end and it's just so pretty very pretty song it's, it's sad and pretty yeah and it i think it sort of serves as a great illustration of that like strange intrinsic connection that humans have for certain sounds and chord progressions it's a very minimal song in regards to being like really subtle and driving and hypnotic, uh, and there are not a lot of different parts. It's just mainly three chords repeating with a fourth chord thrown in to shift the mood every once in a while. For flavor. Right. I don't know if you've seen the Axis of Awesome video. It's like four chord songs. Uh, uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Um, but yeah, like pretty much every pop song and every like popular rap song, every popular <laughs> country song, it's these same four chords in all of them. It's like... Uh, I could go into the music theory of it, but um, <laughs> the trick of using these chords is used so much because it works. And mm-hmm. this song, this song has that that same sort of thing going on. And I don't know for some reason the the human brain just heavily correlates certain emotions with the way that those four chords sound in like a handful of different sequences. And so even if you've heard a million variations on that same progression. 
you can still use them to to convey emotion in a unique but visceral way when you when the when the ear hears those magic chords. Are they part of the circle of fifths? I mean, there there is the circle of fifths. The fifth <laughs> chord is definitely involved. Okay. You have a root chord. Yeah. You have your fourth chord, your fifth chord, and your minor sixth chord. And so whenever you use a root, fourth, fifth, minor sixth in in different configurations, the human brain just loves it and we glom onto it. I feel like the augmented seventh is the one we all hate. I'm a fan of the augmented seventh. I, don't I like get it. into it. I don't like it. <laughs> That's why I don't like um was it Stravinsky? Or the natural seventh. Uh, Jonathan S. brings negative Gemini's You weren't there anymore It's real and synthy and fun, and it shifts and moves in this like really cool way that I can't really classify in a proper manner, as you can tell by the way I just explained that. <laughs> uh, it's thematically and lyrically like this bummer, but you get lost in it, and it's like super chill as fuck. Yeah, you just float away listening to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's definitely one of those songs that's just like so far up my alley, it's ridiculous. I love the like dreamy, hazy vibes drenched in echo and reverb, lots of great instrumentation. Um, especially the synths that she uses. They're like these thick atmospheric pads that are like stacking chords and surrounding you. And then it intersperses like the blissful sort of longing vocals and the cool swoopy glidey lead synth that comes and goes a few times. Like tonally and atmospherically, it's very diverse in a single song. There are moments of beauty and moments of dissonance. And then there's the moments of like space and neutrality. And then it, it like the mood sort of vacillates between a feeling of longing for something and then a feeling of acceptance and resolve. And it sort of takes you on the ride, just traversing the middle ground between those two. Uh, it's definitely an emotional roller coaster. Uh, this may be one of my favorite tracks that we've featured on the show, actually. Uh, Jacques mentioned that she played uh, in Memphis recently for Memphis Concrete, which is a fest that he and some buddies curate. So if they manage to get negative Gemini to Memphis again, I will not miss the chance to experience this live. Yeah, I I just, it seems like the most surreal song. Like Yeah, it's very surreal. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's very dreamy and, and it sort of has this alternate universe vibe and you just like get lost. A very altered state of consciousness that yeah. you enter into when I you listen to this one. I want to get in one of those float tanks to it. Yeah, isolation tanks. Yeah, that'd yeah. be so fun. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm just planning my next year. Yeah, sensory deprivation. Let's let's, <laughs> let's do that. Let's all do that. Um, we are available on the Twitters at AndyPod. I'm, I'm at Pow I Gotcha. Which we got the story of recently. Right. And 
I'm at Madame Wole. If you want to see the huge selection of songs, and I wish we'd put more in actually now, uh, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on the Facebook. And of course, Jacques uh, and a lot of folks had other stuff to say on other people's songs. Mm-hmm. And it was like a really cool conversation. Yeah, I love when conversations get kicking. Yeah, it's always good. And that's how we found out about Negative Gemini being in Memphis. Right. Uh, the voicemail line is 731 400 BUDS or 731 400 2837. You can always email the show and you don't have to like try to sell me on insurance ever again. I'm fine no, with we're that. We're good. We're good. Uh, that's endpod at gmail.com, and you can find the show on the internet at endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. Now, what is the final song? I'm going to close us out with a song called In the Pool by one of my best friends and bandmates, Alyssa Moore. Uh, Alyssa runs Move the Air Audio, which is a recording studio here in Memphis, and she's also just an incredible songwriter. Her songs are very diverse and eclectic and completely her own unique style and sound. Uh, she's been in a few bands over the last several years, but she also has a huge collection of solo songs that she's written and recorded and performed all the instrumentation and vocals herself. But since she wrote and recorded everything herself, she hasn't really had the opportunity to play those songs live with the full band. So for her birthday next month, she put together a band to play a handful of her solo songs with a full backup band, like the maximum intensity. And I'm lucky enough to be playing bass for that. High five. High five. <laughs> so if you live in Memphis or Memphis area and you like this song, be on the lookout for Alyssa's birthday shindig at the end of January. In the meantime, enjoy Alyssa Moore playing In the Pool.
Richie. 